News. Brought to you by Barclays. It's 8.44. Good morning, Hank. How are you this morning? Good morning. Very well. Are we live? We are absolutely 100% live and alive, just about. <laughs> nice for you to tell me this morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> Running a little bit late yesterday. I got you in by surprise, but thanks anyway. What's happening in the markets this morning, Hank? Equity markets trading in a bit of a tight range. Investors wait to see what corporate earnings will look like as we go through the week. And key US inflation and GDP readings later uh, later on this week as well. Stock 600 was unchanged yesterday. S&P 500 was flat. NASDAQ was down three tenths of one percent. Concerns around the regional banks in the US continues. In fact, shares of First Republic tumbled 22% in after-hours trading. This is after its deposit shrank by 72 billion billion dollars in the first quarter this even after Wall Street's largest lenders part 30 billion dollars with the regional bank in efforts to try and shore up its finances the bank said it would cut its workforce by 25% and pair its balance sheet in effort to reflect those outflows just shows you the level of nervousness that continues amongst depositors around those mid-tier banks despite uh, assurances from authorities and help from the financial services industry Today we get earnings from the likes of Pepsi, from General Motors, General Electric, Microsoft. Opening calls on the European bourses, looking a little bit lower this morning. Stocks 50 down 10 points. Got the uh, FTSE 100 in London down 22 points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 23 points. Quick question, Hank. Should we be worried about keeping all our money in bank accounts? There seem to be a lot of uh, recent collapses. Uh, how safe is our money in the bank? Well, I think, listen, the financial services industry has come on a long way since that 2008 financial crisis. If you look at capital levels, they're much, much higher today. If you look at liquidity, they're not only higher, the quality of that liquidity is so much better. If you look at JP Morgan as a good example, they could probably handle the whole of the financial crisis on its own, given the liquidity that they've got today. We know that leverage has come down quite significantly as well. And certainly the systemically important banks, the biggest banks around the world, are subjected to much more stringent stress tests. So I think the risk of a failure of um, the global financial system undermining the global economy is dramatically reduced over the course of the past years. Now history will tell you that actually the financial services industry is littered with failures of banks. I think there's been 500 failures of uh, US banks since the turn of this century. Sorry, so, yeah, turn of this century. But the reality is I think Policymakers have lots of toolkits to try and contain and to isolate those risks. So I don't think, as I say, yes, we will see problems in banks. That that's the nature of the business. But the reality is, uh, failure, particularly the biggest banks, looks very unlikely. The concern around that undermining the global economy has dramatically reduced. No need to worry for the time being. It's looking good for uh, LVMH, and uh, now the first European company to hit 500 billion dollars. Yeah, LVMH, uh, luxury goods company, market value surpassing that $500 billion mark yesterday. Um, first European company today to reach that milestone thanks to booming sales in China as its economy reopens. The company's rising value has also swelled the wealth of the world's richest person, Bernard Arnold, who's built the luxury goods group up through a series of acquisitions. Remember, the group now includes the likes of Louis Vuitton, Moët Chandon Champagne, Christian Dior, and the luxury jewel at Tiffany's, which they acquired back in 2021. His wealth, according to the Bloomberg Index, now stands at 212 
billion. His family owns 48% of LVMH's share capital. And LVMH shares have been an amazing performer, up 30% year-to-date, up 46% over the course of the past year, up 217% over the course of the past five years. What on earth can he do with $212 billion? That's quite a few lunches he can get into there, can't he? It would keep you busy. It would keep you busy. Let's have a quick look at the uh, currencies, uh, Hank. We've got a pound against dollar coming in at 124 this morning. Euro dollar coming in at 110 and a half. You're going to get one euro and 13 cents for your British pound this morning. Very quickly, a couple of other stories just to catch up on. UBS reporting strong customer inflows to prepare to take over the troubled rival Credit Suisse. Switzerland's largest bank said the world's wealthy sought shelter in the bank, said its wealth management team took in $28 billion in net new money. UBS boasting a $1 billion first quarter net profit this morning. Though that's short of expectations and down by a half compared to the year earlier. So they saw lower client activity and took a legal provision against uh, litigation related to residential mortgage-backed securities that they sold two decades ago. The other one to watch out for is Nestle reporting a rise in sales volumes in the first quarter. The company stepped up pricing in an effort to offset significant cost inflation. Quarterly sales came in at 23.47 billion Swiss ranks compared to 22.24 billion in the previous year. Quarterly sales grew 9.3% organically, pricing up 9.8%. Strong sales of pet foods, Purina and Friskies, followed by growth in confectionery and coffee. Thanks, Hank. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Have a good day. Speak tomorrow. Bye. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535.